A friend of mine told me this last week that she and her whole household, her husband and three kids, all got COVID. And I, and I said, you know, I'm so sorry to hear that. And she said, no, it's okay. It was a great break from the hustle and bustle of the season. We couldn't go anywhere. No one expected us to show up. You should try it. <laughs> and I don't know about that, but I am glad to be with you tonight. It's a blessing to be together on this uh, Christmas Eve. And in a way, it's really great because we made it. We made it here. Would you turn to somebody next to you and just say, we made it. We made it. Just let them know. Just let them know. Our second scripture reading tonight is the story that we read every year this time of year. It's the one about how God comes to us in the person of Jesus, this little baby that's born in Bethlehem, the way that God intends to be for us and with us and will not stay far away, but wants to get into our lives and walk with us in this life. And so I want to read the story to you again. It's from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 20. Listen. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration that was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for him in the, in, the, in the guest house. Now in the same region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in a manger. When they saw this, they made known what was told to them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. And Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I want to say hi again to those who are at home watching and worshiping with us from uh, online uh, on Facebook Live or on YouTube. We're glad you're here. Those who might listen to this later in the week as a sermon podcast, and to all of you who are here tonight, I'm glad that you are here uh, gathered to worship God on this holy night. As we talk about the Christmas story tonight, um, I, I'm going to recommend that we hold on to the story that we know the good old story, Luke chapter 2, the Christmas story which we have heard a time or two before in many, for, for many of us. 
And as we hold on to that story, I want to give you three images or ideas or things to bring with you out from tonight into your life. Maybe something to think about, to work on, to try out as you seek to follow this newborn king named Jesus. The first idea is that tonight is a night to look up with wonder. Tonight is a night made for us to look up with wonder, to be like those shepherds who looked into the night sky, who were watching their sheep, and as they did, they looked up and saw the angels who appeared to them, and they heard the angels' um, message about this newborn baby, the, the the announcement about the birth of Christ. And they looked up and listened, and God told them what was happening tonight. I wonder for you if you've ever been outside, you know, up in Tahoe maybe, or out in the woods, by the ocean somewhere, or even here in our own neighborhoods on a crisp, clear night, and when you look up into the sky, you're filled with a sense of awe or wonder at what you see there. If you look up into the sky, you kind of are open to the mysteries of the universe. Looking up with wonder is a great way to receive the gift of Christmas. There's a college in Spokane, Washington called Whitworth University, and instead of a college quad, they have what they call the loop. And the loop is sort of this big grassy area where um, there's an outdoor space and a bunch of pine trees. I'll show you a picture of it here. And if you walk along inside the loop, you, will, um, you, you can catch a frisbee or you can lay in a hammock or you can kind of hang out college style, but you'll notice that when the wind blows through those pine trees, when the wind blows, pine cones, little pine cones start falling out of the sky, right out of the, out of the trees. And it, one of the traditions of the school is that before you graduate, before any student graduates, they're supposed to catch a pine cone in their hand. And so there it is. Follow me here for a second. If you're in Spokane, Washington, if you're at Whitworth University, the chances are that if you look up while you walk on the loop, you're going to see pine cones falling, and one of them might fall right into your hand. Imagine that, a pine cone falling just like that. In a way, I think that our Christmas faith can be like a pine cone that falls right into our hand. When we look up with wonder, we receive a gift that's given to us. Because on Christmas Eve and, and into the joy that comes with tomorrow, we're invited again to look with wonder and expectation for what God will give us. To look up from our everyday work, to look up from our school and our habits, to look up from the regular patterns of our life, and to come with open hands to receive the thing that God has for us. What is it that God wants to give us tonight on this Christmas Eve? First and primarily, God's gift is, is the gift of God's own self. God desires to be with us, to, to walk with us, to be in our lives. The story that we hear each year, this Christmas story, is a way of God saying that very thing, desiring to be with us, to come to us in the person of Jesus. So I'll bet a lot of you at home have um, Christmas trees set up. Anybody have a Christmas tree at home? Anybody have a Christmas tree? It's okay. Yeah, a Christmas tree. Um, Anybody have a fake Christmas tree at home? I outed you all just now. Okay. Um, no, that's okay. That's, that's, a, that's a good way to go. Um, and underneath those trees are Christmas gifts that are ready for tomorrow to be opened with a lot of expectation. At 4 p.m., we had a, a sanctuary full of little kids, and they were so excited for Christmas presents. And our gift-giving on Christmas, the way that we give and receive gifts just like that, is an expression of the way that God has given us this great gift at Christmas. Our human interactions mo are modeled on what God has done for us. So my first image for you on this Christmas season, my first idea is to look up with wonder. 
Maybe you can do that tonight as we sing these great Christmas carols and songs. A lot of them you know the words to without even looking. Maybe it means lighting your candle, and when we do, look around the room and see the glow that's on each person's face. Maybe it means looking towards the manger and wondering what the birth of Christ will mean for you this year. My prayer is that the gifts of Christmas, the ones that God has for you, will fall right into your hands, and you'll be ready to receive them. But I know that it doesn't work this way for all of us. I know that for some of us, we don't operate that way. Maybe we're like the shepherds who hear the message of the angels, and we receive the the good news of what has happened, but then we want to do something about it. You know, we want to get going. The shepherds, they ran to Bethlehem to see this thing that was described, this special birth, this little baby that they had heard about. They responded somehow. I was walking in my neighborhood um, recently, and I saw a friend who was out um, in his side yard putting up Christmas lights around a tree on the outside of his house, and he had set up a stepladder against his fence so he could get up there and see it. I'll show you what it looks like. And he was working in his yard doing this whole thing. Then he left. He went inside, and he left that stepladder right there next to the lemon tree. And later, I walked back by his house, and there were some other people, not this guy, but some other neighbors maybe, who were standing up that stepladder, picking lemons from the tree. Can you believe it? And they were putting them in their basket to take home with them. And I kind of caught their eye, and I waved, and they waved back. And, and later, I talked to my neighbor. I said, hey, did you know that there were the, these people climbing up your ladder into your lemon tree? And he, and he sort of thought about it. He said, well, good for them. Good for them. And um, I wonder if that... Um, if that image might resonate for us on a Christmas Eve where Christmas can be like a stepladder in our faith and where we are invited to take one more step in the right direction, to get that good thing that God has for us if we take one step. You know, Mary in the story, when she was told by the angel that she was going to be pregnant and this amazing thing was going to happen through her, she took a step of faith and accepted it. She received it, and she agreed to be part of God's plan in the world. The shepherds heard the angels, and they decided to go and hurry to meet baby Jesus in Bethlehem. The wise men, those stargazers, they looked into the night sky. They saw a sign for their lives. They said, there's a sign of something that's happening, and I want to go and see it. So they took this long journey that led them to the Christ child. And I wonder for you tonight on this Christmas Eve, if you're in a place like that, where you need to, or you're ready to, or you want to, take a step in your life. You probably would already know what that step might be. You know, it's something that's just a little bit out of reach. The goodness, the grace, the mercy, the forgiveness, the love, the acceptance that you seek and desire in your life, it's there. And and maybe tonight the invitation of Christmas is to take a step up onto that stepladder and take hold of a piece of that good fruit that is for you. You know, I have a friend who has been struggling um, to overcome an addiction, and he he had a setback recently. And then I heard from him that he had taken a step in the right direction, and he's back on track. And he's doing the work. He's taking the steps every day, and I want him to know that I'm so proud of him. You know, God gives us gifts, and things fall right into our hands sometimes. But I know that God also honors us when we take steps, even hard steps, doing the right thing, seeking after what God would have for us. I wonder what step you would want to take 
tonight. Recently, I had an issue with my phone, and um, I told my wife about it, and she said, yes, the issue with your phone is that it's really old, and you should get a new phone. And I said, thank you for that advice, uh, wife. Um, but something was wrong with the battery, apparently. It just kept dying. You know, after a while, I think it's like planned or built to, to just die after a few years. And so I went down to the Apple store down in downtown Los Gatos, and I went down there to, um, to see if I could get it fixed. And as they were changing the battery, they accidentally broke the screen. And then they said, sorry, we broke your phone. Um, can we sell you a new one? No, they didn't say that. They said, we'll replace it, but you have to come back. So I came back another time, and they had replaced it with uh, the same model phone, just a new one. So I said, great. And they said, now you have to set up your phone. You have to reset up your entire phone. And some of you love technology, and some of you are like me, and you don't. And so I was there, and they put me onto this little table in the store. They said, you sit here, and we'll help you set it up. And I looked around the table, and everyone at the table looked like, kind of like my mom. You know? And there's a saying in poker where if you sit down at a poker table and you can't spot the sucker, it's probably you. Well, that was me in the Apple store. I was in this situation trying to set up my phone and I couldn't figure it out. And so, um, and so what I had to do was I had to humble myself and ask for some help and say, I don't understand how this works. I don't know what to do. Which password are we talking about here? Could you help me? And um, so I had to tap this, this, this young, hip-looking guy with a red Apple shirt on the shoulder and say, could you help me? And he did. And uh, on Christmas, we celebrate and proclaim the goodness, the, the good news of what God has done in Jesus, who is born the Savior of the world, the one who brings hope to the hopeless, who brings light into our darkness, who brings joy to us in our sorrow. And that's all true, and that's all good. There's a miracle that's at the center of our faith and um, the truth is that we don't totally understand it. Christmas is about a miracle that we don't totally understand. And even though Christmas is this really accessible holiday where everybody here knows something about what Christmas means, even people who kind of first time in a church, you have some idea probably of what Christmas is about, there's still a great mystery to it, some things we don't understand. And I want to tell you tonight that that's okay. My daughter is at this age where she asks a lot of questions, and um, especially about how Christian faith works. So we'll drive back and forth every week to youth group here, middle school youth group here at our church. And when I drive her, uh, she takes the opportunity kind of um, to hold me captive and ask me theological questions. And, you know, things like, um, things like how is it that Jesus is God's son but also is God? How does that work? Um, or, if, does Jesus come to save everybody or just some people? Hmm. Or, uh, what is heaven like? Or, which is more important, having faith or doing good works? Which is it, Pastor Dad? Um, or maybe, where is God when terrible things happen in the world? Where is God in that moment? And these are big questions. These are big um, things to be thinking about. They're mysteries, in a sense, where we don't always have all the best answers for those things. So like a person sitting at the Apple store, kind of uncertain how to set up your phone or how this works exactly, when we come before God, we come before Jesus on a night like this, we're humbled. We come saying, I don't know every answer. I don't know exactly how it works, but I want to trust that God is big enough for all my questions. I want to trust that God is big enough to handle the parts that I don't understand. That's not up to me, and it's not up to you. So tonight... Uh, I know that you are ready for a great time ahead. The rest of this evening and into tomorrow, there are some good times ahead. 
And so I want to just leave you with these three reminders, my three ideas on this Christmas Eve. First is to look up with expectation and wonder as you sing, as you worship, and as you celebrate. Let the good news of Christmas this year drop right into your hands. And then second, let Christmas be your step stool. Take a step. This is the invitation to take a step towards the peace, joy, hope, and love that I believe God wants for your life. Maybe you need to take a step away from the things that have been holding you back. Would you take that step out of this evening? And then third, to be humble and open in your faith. We trust in a God who has done amazing things. We believe in a God who comes to us in Christ. And even in our faith, we leave room for the mysteries, the things that we don't totally understand fully, but we trust that God does, and we're going to learn more along the way. So may God bless you tonight. God bless your family. And may the tidings of comfort and joy come to you again this Christmas. Amen. Thank you.